Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. Yes, every other Monday, myself and Lorna are here to make sure that you get off to an amazing start of this week. And what we're helping you guys out with today is when you feel like you need social skills in order to achieve your dreams. So we've had someone actually ask about this on Instagram. And I'm thinking without having all the context around this question, I'm thinking that this relates to having the social skills to talk to potential horse owners, potential sponsors, because in that way, we know a lot of professional riders, they are really dependent on people like that in order to get enough funding, get the horses, get the material. So we do recognize that this could be a crucial part in achieving your dreams, which is why we thought it was relevant to cover this on the podcast. Yeah. And I think my answer to that question is the one reason that most of us do not try, do not ask is fear. We have some sort of fear, um, I think, especially when it comes to not just professional riders, but anybody looking for some sort of help, like you say, some sponsors, you know, anyone. It can be as simple as asking for, you know, social skills. Yes, in that professional sense, but also in, and you've mentioned this before, about just picking up your phone and texting and asking somebody for a lesson because you don't want to, because you feel like you're going to be a burden or a nuisance or any of that kind of skills, any of that kind of stuff. So for me, I think a lot of it comes down to fear. Ask yourself, what are you afraid of? What is the worst that can happen? No is next opportunity. And if it is a no, there's some learning in there. And go for it again. Ask again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. We're jumping straight to the core here. A lot of the time, there's an underlying fear, right? And we tell ourselves really the story of, I don't have great social skills, but that's more like a cover up because really it has nothing to do with your social skills. That's just a story that you've been telling yourself for a long time, rather than admitting that actually you're afraid. You're afraid of what people are going to think of you. You're afraid of what they're going to say. You're afraid of being let down, all those kind of things, which is part of our nature, right? It's normal as a human being to be afraid of those kind of things, because remember back in the days, we always say this. We were part of a tribe and it was really important to be part of the tribe. So it's part of your nature, it's part of your survival instinct to care about what other people think of you, to be afraid of negative judgment of other people. So know that it's normal, but I think, like you mentioned, the first thing is really to recognize that this is nothing to do with social skills. Like it has to do with the fear inside of you. And until you actually recognize that that's what's holding you back and start to work on that fear, You can take every social skill course in the world, but that's not going to help you. Yeah. And I guess the next part from that, first of all, is recognize that you have that fear, have that Mm -hmm. awareness that there is a fear there. And then most of our fear comes from our limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. What we actually truly believe about ourselves. So if we have this fear of anything, most of us have some sort of fear of failure which is deep rooted within us and usually comes from our limiting beliefs. So, for example, if you were a young rider and you are looking for some form of sponsorship and you were in a members or a VIP at some event, 
it's our fear of failure that affects us or stops us from being able to go up to that person and asking them if they're interested in sponsoring us. Mm -hmm. And that belief would, would generally come from, I'm not good enough. Why is somebody going to sponsor me? Like, why are they going to invest in me when deep down, I don't believe that I am good enough? Mm-hmm. Why is somebody yeah. even going to look at me? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like a lot, a lot of the fears that we talked about, like the fear of judgment and all those kind of things, it really comes from a like a deep-rooted paradigm that we all have of like, I'm not good enough. Because if you believed a hundred percent that you were good enough, you wouldn't be afraid. Like if you knew for a fact that you couldn't fail, like that you were really good enough, you wouldn't be afraid of asking, right? If you knew that you were the best rider in the world, you wouldn't be afraid of asking because you couldn't really get a no, right? So it really comes down, like you say, to your core limiting belief of, I'm not sure I'm good enough. I'm not sure I'm good enough to actually go out and get the sponsorship. Should they really sponsor me? Am I really good enough? Should I really get their horses to ride? Am I really good enough to ride those horses? Can I really develop them to the point that they are expecting? Yeah, and I think that's true for everything. Like, this is off topic, but, you know, that fear of failure, that fear of not being good enough, if we all manage to overcome that or we all manage to change our beliefs or come up with a belief that serves us better, what would we all be doing? So like you say, I think it doesn't come down to our social skills at all. Yes, a lot of us have a lack of social skills, but our lack of social skills come from our limiting beliefs about ourselves, our paradigm what we genuinely believe about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So how can we change it? There's, I mean, obviously, changing your beliefs, that's it's it's so many things that we can do around this. Eh? And, and it tends to be easier said than done. Like a very simple thing that you can start to do is tell yourself different stories. I guess a very simple thing. And when we talk about different stories, it's affirmations, declarations, things like, I am good enough like that's probably the most simple one i am must be followed by a positive because i think if yeah. we all look at our our negative belief system or the one that doesn't really help us out we follow i am with something negative i am not good enough mm-hmm. i'm not a good enough writer i am not confident i do not believe in myself i do not trust myself my social skills aren't great mm-hmm. yeah How so change it around in your you know, in your subconscious, do you say that to yourself when you're not even aware that you tell yourself this story over and over and over again? And remember, your beliefs are just your thoughts, your thoughts that you have over and over and over and over again. Yeah. 50 to 70,000 a day, 80% are negative and 80% are repetitive. I'm sure that's the number. Anyway, whatever it is, it's high. Yeah. So your thoughts become your beliefs. And beliefs become your behavior and behavior come, become your actions 100%. So you need to start with rewiring that, right? And again, like a very simple thing to do is to come up with an affirmation that is something positive that's going to help you. And even if you don't believe that in the beginning, of course you won't because your beliefs are the negative version of this. So tell your things like, I am. I am confident. I'm I, confident. Am, I believe in my abilities. I am becoming the writer that I want to be. I trust in my voice. I am an enjoyable person. I am a person having a lot of interesting things to say. They I'm are on a journey. I'm on my journey. <laughs> I'm making progress every day. Yeah. They're all things. And even if you don't believe this in the beginning, the more you say it, the more you're brainwashing this into your system. And the more that becomes part of your belief system. And eventually you're 
behavior changes and your actions changes. But this is a long-term thing, right? This is something that you need to consistently tell yourself right down, like for weeks, months, years, until that actually becomes part of your belief system. So that's something that you can be doing. Something else that you can be doing is also like dive deeper into your fear and ask yourself, like challenge your fears. If it's really like as bad as you think, a lot of the time we are afraid of talking to someone and we paint this up scenario that is like, I, I ask them, I say this question and I'm going to die from it, but it's not like, what is the worst that can happen? Like yeah. if you talk to a person and you don't get along and you don't resonate and it's, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Okay. Sally that owns that horse is not going to put it over at my stable. Well, you know what? I think there's a lot of other horse owners that you can speak to. And even if she like, if she doesn't like you, is that someone that you're going to want to work with anyway? Mm -hmm. I'm guessing not. If one conversation doesn't work out, it's usually not the person that you would want to have in your stable anyway. And think as well, the things that you really want in life, you have to fight for. And you have to start somewhere. So like you say, Sally, whoever Sally is, uh, she is a starting point. Sally might not end up in your yard, but it is a starting point. And whatever experience you're going to have talking to Sally, you're going to learn from it. So even if it's a no, think of that thing. Next opportunity, what can you learn from that conversation? Like, could you have put yourself across better? Could you have asked better questions? Could you have sold yourself a bit better? Because essentially that's what you need to do. You need to sell yourself. So take the learning. Don't be disheartened. Don't give up at the first hurdle. You can see it as either a setback or a stepping stone. Use that as a stepping stone to get as much from that or as much feedback as you can from it. And then go and speak to the next person. A hundred percent. Yeah, this is twofold, eh? right? First of all, what is the worst that can happen? Can you live with that? I think we can conclude that you yeah. can. It's not as bad as your brain paints it up to be. And second, use it as an opportunity. And it's all about starting and just recognize mm. that your first couple of conversations probably won't be very successful. I mean, it isn't for anyone, but the more conversations that you have, the better you're going to get at it. If you sit down and you reflect and you think about how you can improve. And, but then the second thing that I also really want to highlight with this, be yourself. Because a lot of the time, and talking from my own experience here, the reason why I get nervous to talk to people is because I'm trying to be something that I'm not. I'm trying to say the perfect things and I'm trying to be really, really funny and like I want everyone to love me. And I'm trying so hard to fit the person that I'm talking to, but it's not me. And that's why it becomes very artificial and that's why it becomes very challenging to have that conversation because I'm not me. Whether if you go about it on from different perspective and just like, okay, this is me and this is who I am and I dare to be me then some people are not going to resonate with me, which is fine because I don't want to work with those people anyway. But if I am 100% me, then the people that I am going to connect with are also going to be the right people. Those are the people that I'm going to want to work with in terms of sponsorships and horses. And that's going to be the long-term, really good relationships, really enjoyable relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think as well, that's, a, that's something for our ego. You know, we are not for everyone. But the people that are meant to come into your life will come into your life. And yeah. yes, it's a, you know, we talk about this and it's a journey and it's a process and all the rest of it. And, you know, sometimes it's uncomfortable. Of course it is. But you have to find a starting point. You have to start somewhere. You know, you have to get rid of that fear, grow a set, really, and just put yourself out there. And yeah, they might not like you, but that's fine. That's OK. Like yeah. not everyone in life is going to like you. But do you know what? If you like yourself or if you love yourself inside, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of you. Who cares? And like you say, if you don't, if you don't have a connection with somebody, 
don't take them on board. Because that's not an easy relationship either. No, and that takes some balls, obviously, to to, to be yourself. But then that comes down to courage of being yourself and daring to show the world who you are, finding your voice and what you're standing for, and really dare to stand for that. Because I think a lot of the time, and especially in the equestrian community, we try to fit in and be what we think is expected so hard that we lose ourselves. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think sometimes when you feel like you can't hold your own or you make a mistake or you're in an awkward situation, like instantly your confidence takes a hit and you think you go back into that thing, you're not good enough again. We all make mistakes, but you know, if you if you can be yourself and people like you for who you are, your journey will become a whole lot easier. We've all got so much to bring. You don't have to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. People should like you for who you are. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, one person that I think about immediately is Abby Lyle. For those who don't know, she's an Irish dressage writer. What I love about her so much is that she's her. She's doing her. Like, she doesn't care about, like, you know, dressage is a very traditional thing. She has, I don't know how many followers on Instagram. And I 100% believe it's because she is her. She is so truly honest herself. And sometimes she posts funny things and sometimes she screws up and it's fine. But she puts it all out there and she stands for it. And everyone is loving it because you can tell that there's a real person behind it. And I think that is the thing, like a lot of it, social skills, confidence, whatever it is, a lot of it comes down to social media. And just like you're saying, you know, Abby Lila is a person that wears her heart in her sleeve she st- she shares her genuine story whereas so much of the other stuff and you know quite a lot of us are guilty of it we share the best parts of our lives so instantly that leads us into we're not good enough why is somebody going to sponsor me why is somebody going to send me a horse you know all these shiny people with all these shiny horses doing amazing things but people post the best parts of their life you do not see their other string of horses or the 10 horses that aren't quite making the grade the ones that are making the mistakes how many people post um, rounds or tests, runouts, and say, I learned this today? There's a few, there are a few, but not compared to the shiny stories that we see from everybody else. And I think that leads us into our limiting beliefs of, and mine always goes back to, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously, is. You know, in the ideal world, everyone would post everything about exactly what they're going through, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not the case. And, you know, there is a certain balance to be struck there. Like, I totally understand. Yeah, if you want, so like, a big line of horses to be riding, you're not going to post all the less rounds. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good for business. Like, let's be honest. But it's about, I think you can still be yourself. Yeah. There's still a way to be yours. Like, Abby's doing it. She She's being herself. And you can tell it's a re- real person. And she still gets great business, right? So there is a way to do it. And it's about finding how you can be yourself and still sell yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. A million percent. And I completely agree with you. But I think what I was trying to get at from that is that is the thing that knocks our confidence. Like that is the mm-hmm. thing that stops us from trying, from putting ourselves out there because we we go into that cycle of we're not good enough. But I think, you know, it comes down to your unique selling point, really. What makes you mm-hmm. stand out? Like, not do not focus on your weaknesses, focus on your strengths. Mm-hmm. Like, what can you do? What can you do well that mm-hmm. is going to sell yourself? Mm-hmm. Not focus on what's not so great. Mm-hmm. What's going to make you stand out? What's going to put your name in light? And we talk about this all the time for us. 
we put ourselves in every single situation you guys do. Like we grow, we develop all the time. Do you know, and we had this conversation just before. Anybody can open, not anyone, but you can open a book and read to somebody and give them advice and tell them what to do. But having put our own selves in that situation, you know, we have, and if we're being completely honest, the whole feelings of not being good enough, trying to prove ourselves, all that kind of stuff. We work through all those challenges in our riding to get to the point we are now. And we mm -hmm. want to share that with you. Like we want mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. We want to show you that it is possible. Mm -hmm. We are two normal people. And I think mm -hmm. we've both become comfortable enough in our own skin that we are ourselves. And we can share this stuff with all you guys. Yeah. yeah. Enough. It's about there to be real. But it takes work. It takes work to be. I wouldn't even say, yeah, we are confident, but we work on it all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's not cocky. That's the difference. There's a difference between cockiness and, you know, being confident, being helpful. Mm -hmm. Nobody really wants to be cocky. Nobody really wants to be the show off. But having enough, if you work on yourself, you can make your self-belief good enough that you can achieve anything that you set your heart to. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not to do with social skills. It's to it's to do with the belief, the genuine belief in yourself that you are good enough and that you can achieve things. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about it, also, it's like I think that's what makes us really relatable. And you know, it's probably not the big fancy stuff and and building all that authority, but it's what makes us relatable. And again, you're not going to be for everyone, right? But the people that do relate with the message and the people that do think that we have something brilliant to say they are the people that's going to get in touch with us. And likewise for the people, you know, if you're looking to do, want want to get horses, like it's the people that resonate with you that's going to get in touch with you. So the best thing you can do to make sure that you have long lasting relationship with horse owners and sponsors is to get that once where it's real. Yeah, and actually that's really cool when you say that. One of my one-on-ones yesterday, we had this conversation and actually I think we're both probably quite similar people and... Um, we were talking about results and she's a competitive dressage rider and, you know, how you want to get places. And we had this whole conversation about, you know, you don't get results by focusing on results as a process and all the rest of it. And she said to me, but yeah, but you are competitive. And I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I would ride if I couldn't compete. But I've been where you have and it didn't help me. It didn't help me progress in my riding. But hand on heart now, and this is the truth, I don't care about my results. Like I care about the process that, and it will get me results and I'm quite confident about that. And that's not because I'm cocky, but it's because we have such, or I think I have such a process now that I can pull out the same performance time and time again. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it it takes work and it takes a lot to bury your soul. And, you know, we're, we're quite good at this now. Like we tell you the truth, we tell you the stuff that we've worked through. Um, yes, we're not for everyone and we're not all, you know, shiny and putting our results out there all the time because I don't, both of us believe it's not, it's gen, it's not about results. Mm. It's having that belief in yourself, that true belief that you can do it. And think about also, it's like, who would you like to work with? Hmm? Is it the one with the shiniest results and tools or is it yeah. someone that you like? Mm -hmm. Is it someone that you like can go for beers with and have a good conversation with? Like it's it's that the kind of person that you want to work with, or is it the one that you think is an ass and just puts out like all this fake stuff and yeah. and cares all about the results and trying to be someone that they're not? Like if you're really honest, who would you like to work with? Who would you pick? I, for person, I would definitely 
always pick the person that I like, even if it's maybe not best for business, I would pick yeah. the people that I like. If they have certain credentials and they've shown certain results, great. But if I were to make a clear choice, I would pick the person to do business with that I get along with. Yeah. And it, it, that comes down to, doesn't it, surrounding yourself with the right people, people that build you up, people that are on your path, like people that want to see you do well. Because there's an awful lot of people out there that don't want you to see you do well. Not everyone, but like surround yourself with the right people. The people that want you to build your team, the people that want you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Not just people that throw money at a situation and, you know, they might give you horses, but I'm pretty damn sure when you don't get the results, they'll be pretty quick to take them away again. Somebody that invests in you as a person. Exactly that. For who you are. Good. An attempt to summarize this? <laughs> we go through, I think we go through this every single time. Yeah. First of all, recognize that a lot of the time this is a limiting belief. Like saying that your social skills is holding you back from achieving your dreams. It's not about the social skills. Like it's just a story that you've been telling yourself for a long, long time. And you've got much better social skills than you think you do. Uh, it's about changing the story that you're telling yourself. Second, recognize that it, a lot of the time it comes back to an underlying fear a fear of judgment, a fear of not being good enough. And it's about working on that fear, first of all, and recognizing where it's coming from. And actually a bonus in there, which I think is really great with fears, apart from asking yourself what's the worst case scenario and recognizing that it's not as bad as you think it is. A second thing, which is also really great when it comes to fear, is like asking yourself, what am I more afraid of? Talking to this person or getting to the end of my life and not having had a a single horse to ride because I didn't dare to step up to ask. What are you more afraid of? Yeah. Usually it's trying it's or trying or failing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah, like failing and learning from it and going again. Like mm. that's not as scary. Like, of course, we're way more afraid of actually getting to the end of our life. And that's what you're like, that's the potentiality. Unless you do something about it and start taking action, that's where you're heading, right? So uh, if we speak it out, we are, of course, more, much more afraid of getting to the end of our life and not having had those horses, not having had those sponsorships, not having realized our dreams. But we only realize too late, right? So recognizing right here, right now, that actually you're more afraid of getting to the end of your life and not having done anything with it than actually going up and talking to that person. That sort of puts it in a nice perspective. I think that is not as bad, right? Hmm. I think as well, there's a really cool exercise. This is a, a little bit off, but you know, imagine you've got to the end of your your life or getting there and you write a letter to yourself about all the things that you've achieved in your life and you know write that honestly have you done the things you really you know at this point look at you always say like look at where you are where you are now not where you want to get to not where you've come from look at you where you are now look at the end of your life what have you got left that you really want to achieve because life is reasonably short do something about it like you can just try What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, absolutely. And then the last thing we went into is also a lot of time, the reason why we're afraid and we get tensed and it's because we're trying to be something that we're not. We're trying to be some person that we're not. We're trying to, to tell people something that we're not. It's fake. And we don't feel good about being fake, right? So just be yourself and know that you will not be for everyone, but the people that do resonate with you they're going to build long-lasting relationships that you're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of. 
And if you want something to do, get your journal out and start writing down every single thing that you love about yourself or you like about yourself. <laughs> that's a good that's a good startup exercise. Before you go to the next networking event, get a journal out and write down <laughs> all the things that you love about yourself. Be 100% you. Be true to yourself. Exactly that. Good. With all that being said, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with your friends and family. And... We're going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your life.